0: And welcome to the Failsafe Fitness Golf Show. My name is Michael Joshua. I am, of course, your wonderful host of the show. We've got a little bit to get into this week, so we'll get straight into it. I must apologize for last week. I honestly got my dates mixed up, and I genuinely thought live started next week, not last week. But we'll be talking about that a little bit later in the show. As I say, my name is Michael Joshua. I am the owner of Felsif Fitness Limited, and I do golf performance, personal training, and nutrition and weight management. So everything golf and sports related, I can help you out with your fitness goals in your goals for the season throughout 2024. If you do want to join me, please use the links in the descriptions. Uh, There is a blog giving you loads of information on fitness, nutrition, health tips and golf tips now on the Instagram page. We also have a WhatsApp group that's going on and a Facebook group. So if you do want to join any of the fellow Felsafe Fitter clients at the gym anywhere across the country or across the world, you can do that. You're very much welcome to. It has been a very interesting season so far on the DP World Tour and European Tour, PGA Tour, and of course, live with the likes of Ram and Hatton going to live. And they made their debuts this week. Before we get into all of that and what's going on between TaylorMade and Costco, I am going to let you know what's going on in terms of what's going on this weekend. PGA Tour, Waste Management, Phoenix Open. What a, what a show. I mean, this is normally the time of year. at t Pebble Beach doesn't really grab my attention that much. Um, but I kind of start watching golf from about now. From now till the Open is where I'll be kind of tuning in and watching golf. Um, And the Phoenix Open is one of those, it doesn't matter who's there. I think they could have, it could be an amateur tournament, but the atmosphere and the whole event is just awesome. It's great to watch. There's always some good golf. You know, 16, that big grand theatres, round 16, par three. And then you've got the drivable par four afterwards and that final hole. Those last three holes at Waste Management are absolutely fantastic to watch. Can make or break a tournament. So that's coming this weekend. No LPGA Tour once again. L.E.T, the Ladies European Tour are actually at the Kenya Open this week. Uh, DP World Tour are are still of course Camping out over in uh, the UAE. They're actually in Doha for the Qatar Masters this week. Um, Sunnier climbs for them early in the season. And of course, Live Live Las Vegas is up this week. So, you know, they only have 14 events of the year, 13 events if you can actual tournaments with one championship event at the end of the season. So they have two weeks running. They have got Live Las Vegas coming up this week. So there's a lot going on in the world of golf. It's going to be very interesting, I think. Live Las Vegas. Uh, my tip. I'm gonna. I'm gonna tip Ram to win this one uh, at Las Vegas. I think uh, Ladies European Tour. There's so many of those ladies that could win that event, but I don't. I wouldn't even want to hazard a guess at the minute. Um, And similar with the Qatar Masters, there's a lot of the European guys, there's a big group of players that can win, but I just fancy Ram for Live Las Vegas, it'd be a good way for him to kind of cement himself in that tour by winning. I say tour, it's an invitational series as it stands. Waste Management Phoenix Open. I my outside bet would be Ricky Fowler. He's done it before. Um, but I think someone like uh, maybe Patrick Cantlay, um, or maybe even Colin Morikawa. I think those those are my three tips for that one at the Waste Management. If you do like a flutter. But getting into the crux of this week, um, the three news stories that caught my attention were first and obviously Ram and Hatton and a few others made their live debuts uh, this week um, in Mayakoba, which apparently didn't go down very well in terms of the actual event because from what I could gather from a couple of news reports, that the, the event was under some serious threat because of uh, a big case of food poisoning. Around half the players and caddies uh, had become ill from food poisoning, apparently. So, you know, they might have all the money in the world, but maybe not eating the best foods or best quality of foods whilst they're on that tour. I don't know, whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's good. Hatton hasn't really performed. Ram put in a, a strong week too. Um, so yeah, it's been an interesting season. Um, it's going to be very, very interesting in the majors. I mean, Tyrrell doesn't qualify for any, I don't think. I'm not sure. I don't think he does. So, you know, when they put ram at 650 million dollars and then tyrol goes for less than 60 or around 60 million dollars i get it 60 million is a lot of money but 600 million 10 times that amount is a lot more money um and at 32 i kind of get it if someone said to me at 32 years of age hey, 60 million come and play on this tour 14 events a year you might do 20 and you, so you've got, you got, you're going to work for 20 weeks of the year. You'll do probably five weeks training before, five weeks training after. That's 30 weeks out of 52 weeks a year. You can do whatever the hell you want. I get it. But I just don't know. I still don't think live is a, I've tried watching this weekend and I get so bored. The team element has no desire but when they're talking about Sam Horsfield scoring for the Majestics, don't care. Lee Westwood, Ian Poulter are probably playing the worst golf they've ever played. And for them not to be on, I, th- I think their level has actually dropped because they're, I don't know put this nicely, I think they're the scum at the bottom of the barrel when it comes to live golf. Um, there's about six guys and I had this discussion with someone I know. I had those six guys that I, I really want Ram Manhattan, obviously. Um, DeChambeau, DJ, Kepka, and there was someone else. Who was the, Oh, Bubba. those are the six guys I miss off the tour i miss seeing their faces on the pga tour that's it the rest of them i don't care their careers were already over a lot of them hadn't won for a very long time or all on the pga tour so yeah it it was an interesting opening um two weeks running which means they're going to have a very long break now i think till about march before they play another and the masters is happening as well so We'll see. I'd like to see Ram win another major, but will he do that not playing as regularly as he did on the PGA Tour? We shall see. Time will tell. But yeah, they all made their debuts and it wasn't as spectacular as we all thought. The second piece of interest that's caught my eye this week is TaylorMade are the latest golf company to bring a file, a lawsuit against Costco. Now, if you don't know about Costco, uh, shame on you, they, they, they are spreading across the world, but Costco do, they started, I think with golf balls with the Kirkland signature plus golf ball of which Titleist actually sued them. Um, I don't know what happened over that, but Titleist actually sued them. Few things got changed, and then the Costco Signature Plus version 2 came out, and now on version 3. So, this isn't the first time a big OE golf OEM has sued Costco, uh, and this time it's over there, Kirkland Signature Irons. Now, I'm gonna say go take a look at the photographs from my golf spy who actually took the time they sliced a, a, a Kirkland signature and the tailor-made P790 iron in half and put those pictures online. Uh, and what a lot of reviews have said is the fact that these Kirkland signature irons are around $500, 500 pounds uh, a set. And what TaylorMade are saying is because the comparisons are being made in the reviews that the Kirkland signature irons are very, very similar to the TaylorMade P790s. Okay. Um, In the terms of the way they look, the way they feel, the way they sound, which is, you know, imitation is the best form of flattery, I suppose. But TaylorMade have said that the Kirkland signature irons are infringing on multiple patents, including the insert behind the face. Um, And I'm going to give you my opinion. Um, from what I've seen and my opinion is this, I've seen both irons in person, the P790s are a great club, they cost 1500 pounds, 1500 dollars a set, once you've got your premium shafts and your, your grips on and what have you and they've been custom fitted, they're a great golf club, they're a wonderful golf club and always will be a wonderful golf club, the Kirkland Signature Irons, May look similar-ish, but in my opinion, and this is only my opinion, that once they've been cut in half, you can clearly see those irons are very, very different. Yes, there's some kind of urethane in both, but the tailor-made one, the face and club is much thinner. There's a lot more urethane. They have a speed pocket in the channel in the bottom, which is again filled with another like plasticky urethane substance. Um, the face is thinner, the lofts are definitely different. The materials that are used and the way they are made are very different. And I think if you look at both of those photos side by side of the P790 and the curtaining signature chopped in half, if someone said to me they're the same iron, I'd say no they're not. They're very different. There are a lot of differences. And I think TaylorMade are barking up the wrong tree just off that evidence. And I think the opinion that I have is that because a lot of reviewers have said these are basically TaylorMade P790s, but a third the price, TaylorMade have seen their sales of those clubs maybe drop off a little bit. But people who who know, I think if you're starting golf and you want a decent set of irons and you don't know what to buy and you see that review and you, if you spend the 500 pound on the curtain extinguishers and play well with them, great. But if you go and get a custom fitting, it's not just the quality of club that you're buying. It's the quality of the way you're being fitted. Just buying off the rack isn't the best way to improve your golf game much to probably 70% of golfers out there who just buy the next iron, buy the next club, buy the next hybrid, buy the next putter, buy the next golf ball without thinking, well, how is this going to change my approaches? How is this going to change my putting? How is this going to change my chipping? 70% of golfers out there don't care. They just wanna buy something that's cheap, that'll get them around the golf course that they perceive is making them better without actually being fitted to prove it's making them better. in, in I'd probably say in 50% of cases, the clubs that they buy make them worse for a substantial amount of time until they're better. Whereas getting fitted or lessons, golf performance in particular Work on their fitness and mobility. They can actually get better without spending a massive amount of money. Fifteen hundred quid on a set of irons from TaylorMade is a lot. Five hundred pound, not so much. But those clubs are very different. And I think TaylorMade are going after, much like Titleist, they're going after Costco because Costco are a bricks and mortar store they can physically put their hands on. And this is going down this route. So there's a guy named uh, Gary Martin. He's friends with James Robinson on YouTube. And James Robinson mentioned this in a video this week, and I'm pretty sure he'll understand. And the comment that I made on that video is this. A couple of weeks before, James Robinson had bought some fake, And I mean actual fake p 790s off Wish.com. So I'm going to name Timu, Wish.com, Alibaba. Those three sites you can go on right now and you'll be able to buy Paradigm, TaylorMade, whatever it may be. But P790s are definitely on there on all three sites. But because those sites are run by nefarious organizations, for nefarious organizations to make fake equipment and sell them as not so cheaply, because he paid about, I think it was five or six hundred pounds for these fake tailor made P790s, when the actual real cost is fifteen hundred pounds. The swing weights are out, the lofts were out, the grips were poor, the quality of the clubs are awful. And I think the only reason that made are going after Costco is because they can physically put their hands on the company that they think is infringing their copyright, infringing their patents. Whereas the likes of Wish and Alibaba and Timu are selling actual fake equipment, but they have no idea where that equipment is coming from. And as soon as they shut one down, they shut another down. So if I was Costco in this lawsuit, I, do, I would just say those clubs, as you can see from just the My Golf Spy investigation, are very completely different clubs. They're built completely differently to completely different specs. But yet I can and I will, as the lawyer and defense attorney, I'd go and buy fake sets of made P790s from Wish, from Timu, from Alibaba buy them and go, so Made are coming after us for making a club that people are saying are very similar to theirs, but in construction are very different, when these three companies are online right now selling fake equipment. That's my opinion. They can put their hands on us trying to come after us for the loss of sales when people are buying these clubs at five and 600 pounds that are actual fakes. And I think, you know, I don't think TaylorMade are going to get very far in this lawsuit, and if they do, I'll be very, very surprised. And the Costco lawyers can have my defence; it's free. I'll just have take a set of your irons. And I think that's the biggest problem. I think fake equipment. There's a, the, the Gary Martin guy. He has he has had a fake Titleist driver. He's had a fake Vokey wedges. Uh, James Robinson himself has had fake P Seven Nineties. And I think TaylorMade are struggling to control the fake equipment that's on the market. Um, And Titleists are struggling to control the the, the fake clubs that are on the market. So they're going after Costco because they can physically get hold of them. And I I think this lawsuit is, is frivolous on TaylorMade's behalf. It's just raising their profile and they're trying to be seen as doing something against fake equipment. When Kirkland aren't faking equipment, they've made that equipment. Yeah, that's my opinion on that. Sorry to ramble on, but that, that's just the way I see it. And talking of equipments, the final piece of news for this week is 10K drivers. We've all seen the Ping G430 Max 10K. We've seen the tailor-made QI 10. So quantum of quantif, quantity quantum of inertia 10,000 so the moment of inertia we've seen that when the ball hits the, the club hits the ball, the driver hits the ball, the toe opens massively with the stealth and then not so much with this, the new 10k QI. But the big question is. And the big problem I have with this equipment is it's kind of false advertising. Because unless you actually dig deeper into the story and into the heads, the tailor-made club, the tailor-made QI 10 driver, there's only one that is actually 10,000 MOI. And that is the MAX. The pro version, and the standard version are not 10K. So just be aware that what they're selling is forgiveness and it's a it's a promotional tool. The ping one is definitely 10K. They've improved it slightly in terms of ball speed, I think as well. Um, but just be aware that not all clubs that are promoting this 10K inertia are 10K. Because the pro head and the standard head The LS and the the, the standard head are not the max. The max version of any club is going to be the most forgiving. It's not necessarily going to give you the most ball speed, and it's certainly not going to give you the least amount of spin. The Ping Max 10K is a different animal. They gained a lot of ball speed with the 430. They wanted to give it a little bit more forgiveness, but they've actually given it some more forgiveness and a bit more ball speed. So the Max Ping 10K is the only one head driver that is fully 10K, whereas the TaylorMade QI 10, the LS and the standard version are not 10K. They might be a little bit more forgiving than the Stealth. That was a severely non-forgiving driver. But only the max version is the 10k so just be aware of the marketing tools that are out there and do your research before you spend your money uh, and that's what i'm hopefully here going to help you with as well and that's the news for this week i'm sorry to bore you about that i mean the the tailor-made one really gets my goat when clubs and companies do that um and of course live moves on with its players and 10k drivers they're not all 10k so be aware of that so let's get into the fitness and tips side of things for this week so fitness side this week i've got a little i know a lot of people said have gone out and bought a kettlebell so what i'm going to give you this week is a little conditioning workout um it's something you can do at the end of your workout you know do 30 minutes half an hour whatever you need to do with your kettlebells and i want you to do this little AMRA so as many rounds and reps as possible it's 12 minutes you're going to do six kettlebell deadlift high pulls so you deadlift it to the waist and then bring it up like an upright row so the handles under your chin then you're going to do you're going to do six of those you're going to do 12 kettlebell standard swings and then you're going to do 24 jumping jacks so that consists those <clears throat> Those 42 reps consist of one round. So six deadlift high pulls, 12 kettlebell swings, 24 jumping jacks, one round done. You've got to do as many rounds and as many reps as possible in 12 minutes. So once you've finished a round, go back to the start, do your six, then your 12, then your 24, round two done until the time runs out. You've got 12 minutes to do as many as you can and as many reps. And if you do that once a week as a little test, you can then measure your fitness over time. Um, And that is your fitness tip for this week. Your golf tip for the week is again based around fitting. Um, And this is about putting. So a lot of people just buy off the rack. Oh, I bought a Scotty Cameron, no, Oh, I bought a Odyssey two ball, whatever. And what they don't realize is the different necks and the different flows and the different weights and the different grips can change the way you putt. So I definitely advise going to get, especially this early in the season, if you're looking at your putter going, I hate you you always go left on me you always go right on me i always leave you short i can't control the pace you can do one of two things you can either a put some time in on the practice screen and learn to use the putter that you've got or you can go and get a putter fitting and i i'm going to say this now is that i felt lucky with my ping fetch I, it was the putter I fell in love with, seeing it. a couple of people use it. And I went, okay, I like it, I like I like the feel of it. And when one came available at the right price, I picked one up and my putting has been transformed a little bit. It's very consistent to compared to what it was. <clears throat> but I was lucky. I knew what I was looking for. I knew how to, I knew that I had a price or a limit and I got it at the price I, I wanted it for. But I can't get another one, which is annoying. so if you're struggling with a bladed potter and you you're very traditionally bladed potter go and try a mallet go and try a small headed mallet go and try a spider go and try something that's going to be a little bit different that is going to be very (coughs) different and you might be surprised Go and get yourself a fitting. Oh, is your putter pulling to the left? Is it pulling to the right? Is it even straight? Is the loft correct? Because the weird thing is, uh, Bryson De Sambo talked about this uh, a couple of years ago, that the, the putter, that, the lab putter that he uses has a uh, ascending loft, a bit like a driver. So the higher up the face the ball is, the more loft is being delivered by the, the putter face. And because he's got this arm lock, and the, it's very sort of, uh, leading edge down the lofty takes off it just gets the ball rolling more end over end rather than having a little skid before it starts and all these things can make a massive difference and i see especially this time of year with the qi10 the pingmax g430 and blah 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 and titleist this and taylor made that and callaway this uh, pxg that They look at the high end of the bag. Are the drivers costing me? Yes. But how many times do you three putt around? How many times do you leave a a four footer short? How many times do you overpower that, that one foot putt and put it three feet past? Because you can't control the putter in your hand. So is it really the driver that's costing you the most shots or is it the three putts three times around that you could turn three shots around instantly instead of the two penalty strokes just by hitting a smoother shot and hitting the fairway instead of trying to drill it as hard as you can you could eliminate those shots quite easily whereas the three pots on the green are being caused by a potter you just can't control so take a think about it tip of the week go and get yourself a fit or at least put some time into the putter that you have before you decide to make a change you know, pace putting is easily solved. The tee trick, the ball trick that I spoke about a couple of weeks ago. Putting the boxes uphill, down left or right, right or left. Do that two or three sessions. And if that isn't working, then it might need a change for your putter. But if you do go, don't go and get yourself fit for a new five or six or 700 pound driver. I would rather you go and get fit. And if a 35 or 40 quid putter is better than the Scotty Cameron you've got in your bag in terms of your start line, your speed, your pace, just go by that. Because you put two putts a hole, 18 holes, 36 shots, it's past 72 golf course, that is half your time at least is spent putting. You spend. 12, maybe max 15 holes hidden a driver. 15 shots, which might cost you 20. But if you're three putting every five holes, that's at least, and you can get that down to two putts, that's three shots around, that makes your driver look less crap. Take a think about it. That is my tip of the week in terms of your golf game. You've got your fitness and conditioning workout. You know where everybody's playing this week. Let me know your thoughts on Hatton and and Ram going to live. Let me know your thoughts on the tailor-made Costco situation. And of course, if you are going for a fitting for a driver and not a putter, just remember that not all the QI10 drivers are 10,000 MOI. They're not as forgiving as you think they are. The low-spin model isn't. The standard model isn't. It is only the max driver that is hitting that 10,000 MLI. So if someone gives you an LS driver, you're not getting the full benefit. You might be getting more ball speed and more distance, but long-term, are you getting the forgiveness you deserve and need to pay for? And that's pretty much it one final thing before i go in terms of myself february is three four two so if you want a lesson whether that be personal training nutrition or golf performance it's 20 pound an hour three hours for the price of two you can buy th- three at a time so that'll be six hours for the sorry six hours cost and you get nine hours of personal training nutritional weight management or golf performance all the way through february and once the first of march hits no more deals it's 20 pounds an hour still one of the cheapest around i'm still one of the most confident that i can transform your mentally physically in terms of your fitness your appearance and of course your golf enjoy the week enjoy the golf let me know what you think about the topics of smoke on this week have a good one bye bye